Welcome to Speak As Your Mood. This is Joshua Jernigan here with you live with my fellow co-host, Derek Roebuck. How y'all doing? Patrick Collins. Good evening, everybody. And Senor Matt Collins. Good evening. We are a group of fathers, friends, and most importantly, followers of Christ. Hoping to bring you an uplifting fellowship and real-life conversation that glorifies Jesus Christ here tonight. Um, this week, you are tuning in to the Hebrews episode. <laughs> other than that, Hebrews. neither yes, Hebrews or Hebrews. Um, other than that, neither you nor us know where this is going to go. So let's get started and speak as you're moved. Um, Patrick, would you lead us off with a word of prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we're grateful to be able to come to you tonight in prayer, dear God, and come boldly before the throne of grace, dear Father, the way we might have grace to help in a time of need. Father, we're grateful that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, dear God, to be the propitiation for our sins, Father, and the sins of the whole world, dear God. We're thankful, God, that you, we can come to you, Lord, and we can find salvation and sanctification and a glorious fellowship. God, and we're thankful that that fellowship can can extend one to the other, dear Father, and I'm grateful for that fellowship with these brothers that I've had the privilege to meet with tonight through this internet medium, dear God, and I just pray that as we continue on and talk about you and talk about good things and things we're facing, dear Father, that through that you can take it and minister to those that would be those that would be hearers, dear Father. I just pray, God, that you would Bless this as you see fit, guide it as you see fit, dear God, and help us to be vessels unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, I want to start off also thanking anybody that's written, written in to speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Um, any feedback we get is uplifting, and it, and it makes us know that you, you guys are listening, and we really appreciate it. Um, so keep keep the comments coming. They can be positive or negative. They can be. We want. To, I mean, like you know, we want yeah. to grow. We want to to learn. So I mean, nothing nothing is, is off key. limits. Yes, feedback is key. If you don't know your target, what your target's thinking, you don't know if the target's moving or, or if you're you're yeah. missing it all together. So deep thoughts, Josh. Yeah, man. So where else, um, where else can he, they join us or comment? Oh, of course they can go to speak as you're moved on Instagram. They can Bye. head on over to Facebook. Go to speak as you're moved there um, or just email us. Or, hey, if anybody wants my cell phone number, contact (laughs) through any of that, I'll give it to you, and then you can text us. Um, Gets a little confusing when people text me the jokes, but I just want jokes, so I don't care how you want to get them here. I mean, just just send me for the end of the episode when I do my dad joke segment. (laughs) I love hearing people for that. So um, we appreciate any and all uh feedback that we get so we're going to start off with the icebreaker question these guys do not know what this icebreaker is going to be because i i I mean so you're going to have to be at the ready like we didn't pre-discuss this (laughs) i'm going to hit them with something and i can go first or last i don't know if whichever one of y'all guys it springs into your mind that that y'all can go ahead but here's the icebreaker if you had your own talk show (laughs) and could interview any three people any three people doesn't have to be live. Any three people, who would those three people be? Well, the first one for me is probably going to be the first one for everyone. 
That yeah, would of be course. the first one would be Jesus. Of course. I mean, of course. Uh, of course. Um, that one kind of comes. No brain. And now then, you got to give us your other two. Yeah. Yeah, but just to kind of mix it up, um, uh, I would have. I would love to talk to Josiah. Mm. Um, King Josiah, because I'm just. Mm-hmm. I love that story. He's probably one of my favorite. I guess you could say characters. Probably the wrong way to describe them because they were people. But you guys get what I'm saying. Yes. Um, and then I don't know. Maybe I mean I would probably do all Bible characters, but just to kind of keep it interesting, um, I would like to talk to Winston Churchill. That would be interesting. So that would be Very my nice. three. <laughs> Very nice. I um, I'll let y'all think about. It. I'll go. I'll go second. I'll go all second. Right, okay. Second. All right. <laughs> So first one, of course, Jesus. I mean, who would not want to interview him? I mean, that just would be awesome, right? Um, second, I'm going to go I mean, the kind of the easy cop out, Paul. Oh, yeah. be a good one. I mean, yeah, That's I mean, a good like one. I'm, I'm well, taking that one off. Then, he, I guess. It, well, he he. I yeah. mean, there's so much insight he could have, especially just to how to grow a church. I mean, he dealt with so many more diverse backgrounds than we have to do even when we're trying to, to help our, our church grow and prosper in today's age i mean he was all over the map you know the jews the gentiles the this the that i mean just just but it was able to somehow form a cohesive um body of christ um i mean and then gave us all these scriptures which i mean it just i, I just it would blow it would be awesome to be able to uh to sit down with him and i mean also it was front of my mind because we're gonna talk about hebrews tonight um and then my third, since we said anybody, mm-hmm. my great grandson. Ah. Huh? Huh? I mean, how cool would that be? Plus, I, I mean, you could it. probably give me some like stock tips and that kind of stuff too, which would be helping him out <laughs> in turn. Like, you know, be like, hey, did Amazon take off further or like the Excel and we need to go with another route? And he'd be like, actually, is it's Zoinkers? that that is like you know running the world now so if you can get in on the ground floor of them i'm like yeah and so like then we would we would or, you know it'd be something cool like that because most mm. people go back in time but i was like maybe if i could if i could get anybody i'll go forward in time that's if i'm blessed with with grandkids and that kind of stuff but i'm just i'm just thinking outside <laughs> the be box such here. a bummer i'll be <laughs> going my great-grandson and yeah, nobody shows uh, you did not have a great <laughs> grandson. Like and now i'm <laughs> i wasted the yeah. <laughs> wasted opportunity so anyway that that's my that's my three um Very derek man you, you got one <laughs> good derek are you uh well, I guess Jesus. Is everybody was saying Jesus. <laughs> okay. You know? would be, be, cool. be shunned cool. if you don't say it. Yeah. How about you do? How about you do, Derek? Then do top three and just put Jesus as the uh, as the, nah, nah, the, nah. the the note. It would I mean, be cool to. Uh, it would be cool to talk to Adam. Ooh. Uh huh. Adam. Isn't that weird that it's that's his name, his name, but it also makes up all of life? Adam's make up life. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm getting deep, guys. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the person who sent us an email and says that you can talk to Jesus anytime. <laughs> ah, uh, yeah. like interview. I'm just though. waiting, like interview, I'm just waiting for it. Back. I'm waiting for Get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. 
Joel's connections failed recently. There's I know. But, uh, <laughs> <you're busy laughs> signal, uh, worried about you, Derek. Um, I, I, did I just cut out? Because seriously, it went blank on me. No, you just your thoughts might went blank, but you went with um. Uh, I went with Jesus, Jesus Adam, and then I had hey, you were on number two. You were on number two, as, okay. as Trump would say. Uh, <laughs> let's the- see. Maybe Joseph B. Lynch. Ah, there you go. Oh, that'd be a good one. Tell the listeners who that is, if they don't know. Oh, uh, that's the uh, founder and starter of our church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. choice. He's the one that uh, left out on Sinkatig Island. And, I mean, I guess he's the first one that had a uh, that had a mind to. Um, let me. How would I say this? Challenge, I guess, the uh, yeah. the Methodist church that, that he was attending and um, said that decided that there was a found the Lord, found sanctification, and decided that he would preach it and was, um, you know, was shunned for doing so. And so he decided he would take him and whoever would follow him and hop into a houseboat in the northern eastern shore of Virginia and cruise on and start preaching the gospel and that is subsequently how all of us came to know each other and and that's the vehicle that brought me salvation so it'd be kind of cool to talk to him about you know all the decisions and the things that he had to do and the the way that they you know went about their day and made money and the, the hardships that they faced with you know boating and storms and all that kind of stuff so that'd be pretty cool that'd be cool Number three. Cool. Number three. Yeah, are we, are we giving you a pass on Jesus? Oh no, I mean y'all got y'all got Jesus. Why can't I get Jesus? Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, can. Can. <laughs> anybody can have Jesus, Derek. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's true. It's available. I can call to all. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> we got you. All right. Uh, Matthew. So my three. Um, I'll, I'll follow suit. I know. I'll follow suit with the with Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, yeah. do we take him away? I mean, I mean, like, I no, you can't. I take mean, him you away. can't. Yeah, you can't. Like, I get kicked off the radio show if I don't pick him. <laughs> it's like it's like the witness test, right? Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. It's like who are you gonna pick? Um, are you gonna deny him in front of your brothers? And then. <laughs> The next one, Paul, Paul was a good one, Josh. I'm going to say uh, Francis Asbury. He was a... Uh, For the listeners, explain. Francis Asbury was a preacher. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the exact time. Probably in the 1800s, I would say. To be exact. Um, well, late 1700s, 1800s. Um, mm-hmm. Just a preacher of holiness. Uh, man of God, sanctified. And he was a devout minister he was basically a did travel on horseback throughout the country um preaching the gospel thousands and thousands of miles um nice. and basically enduring he was like what you call like the first circuit rider per se okay. they have like circuit rider ministries now and they're in buses and stuff and i was um i was actually talking to a girl one time me and anna were actually and she was like yeah i'm part of the circuit riders i was like oh you are okay so what is that she's like well we we ride buses i was like well what do you preach? She's like, well, um, we, we just kind of go out. 
I don't know. It was very interesting. She kind of really didn't understand. And, and I was telling her that Asbury is one of the original, I guess, first preaching circuit rider. Um, but he traveled by horseback throughout. I mean, went through, you know, trials and tribulations and this, that, and the other. I've read his books and, um, but a preacher of holiness and just a man of God that I'd just be interested to hear his stories. Like you were talking about Josh, about Apostle Paul. And then, um, I think, you know, like Derek was talking about Joseph Flynn, it's just another man that, um, he traveled the United States and just, I read something where he estimated 300,000 miles wow. of travel. So he, he kind of ran around with Patrick, correct me if I'm wrong, around the same age as what you'd say, John and Charles Wesley and like George Whitfield and all those early Methodist preachers. Uh, yeah, he's a little younger. He was yeah. younger than them, but he he yeah. preached he preached sanctification and and he kind of paved the way to you got John Charles who you know preached the same doctrine. So early early meth true Methodist holiness that we kind of a, we have adapted well through the Word of God if that if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And then my I guess my f- uh, third. Mm-hmm. Um. It was like it's brothers. So I guess it can be two, three, two. Which is, their names are Lim and uh, Steve Ward. They're old like decoy carvers <laughs> in uh, back in Maryland in the late the Ward brothers, early nineteen hundreds, middle nineteen hundreds. Nice. So I've obviously taken up a hobby of carving decoys. And Obviously, I mean, you passed up on millions of dollars by by interviewing somebody in the next generation. Yes, I did. Duck decoy guy. <laughs> yeah, so you obviously love it. So I don't know. I just want. I'd just be curious to talk to them and just just talk shop. I'd have to be in the right setting. We'd have to be at a front of a carving bench, sitting inside of a a decoy shed with a pot I mean, belly stove. You can do. You yeah, can, yeah. You can, you can pot belly want. stove, hanging out with a cup of coffee, and whittling some decoys. I might need some. I don't know if I can go back to knives though. I'd have to bring my power tools, but they can still. Uh, <laughs> let me show you old boys. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I can think of off the bat. But pretty good, guys. Pretty good. Good icebreaker. Um, yeah. Well, I uh, I cheated and I looked up good icebreakers on Google, and uh, that was <laughs> one we didn't ever know unless you told us. <laughs> it's gonna be wow. honest, you know. And they said, oh, um, that's that's always a good one because right off the bat you figure out who they consider is important in life. Um, if they have any heroes or icons, just boom, you, uh, you, you learn that about them. So I, uh, I'm glad to learn that about you guys. You know, I feel like we're closer and hopefully. Yeah. Sorry. So, I mean, yeah. Listen, listeners. Oh yeah. Read some responses. That would be cool. That would be awesome to hear what, what your three would be out there listening. Um, I know whenever we're talking about it, you got to think about it, you know, so send us in, man. Uh, if you have a, you have a second, just hop on any of the mediums, Instagram, Facebook, email, and, uh, let us know. That would be awesome to hear. Um, appreciate that guys. So moving on, um, I'm going to start off with Hebrews, mm-hmm. the coffee. Yes. All right. I, I, you know, this play on words is like my favorite, like one of my favorite. Okay. That and a, a mistake uh, whenever you don't eat a steak. Um, so that uh, those, those two are good. Um, but he brews. First off, let me, let me get the question out there. Do we all drink coffee? Yes. Well, yes. I do. Okay. 
Yeah, Derek, Derek, not a coffee drinker. Derek, what? You make iced coffees when when you come to my house. I mean, I I have drank coffee before, and I enjoy it (laughs) occasionally. But it's like, do I drink coffee? I do not drink coffee. So every morning when you wake up. Sounds like you drink coffee, but you, you aren't a habitual coffee drinker. Well, yeah, that's like saying, do you eat vegetables? Are you a vegan? You know, it's no. not, I don't. No, no, but like if you ask, if you ask uh, Derek's brother, David, does not eat vegetables. So if you ask him, do you eat vegetables? He said, no, that doesn't mean he eats them once a week. Like he does not eat vegetables. So you drink coffee. But you He's ate a vegetable it. before and he eats That's... them on occasion if he eats a salad or something. All right, all right. <laughs> Going to like Mitt Romney does not drink coffee. Okay. He, he finds, a, he finds it religiously against what he believes to drink coffee. See you more? Yes. So no caffeine. Right. Gotcha. So that's why I put the ca- the question out there first because I can I could actually get on board with that, you know? If I had enough people around me, that kind of stuff, I'd be like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll not do caffeine. because um, I've gotten caffeine headaches before and they're not fun. Um, but I have seen you know, I, you know, yeah, I've seen some people that that really have to have their coffee. So it gets it gets a slippery slope if you keep on focusing on the fact that it's a drug. So we're not going to focus on that. We're just going to be like, "Hey, coffee's good." Um, so <laughs> that being we're said, gonna, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> we can go down a rabbit hole real quick with that and um, and which drugs are okay and which ones aren't and which ones are okay to be abused and which ones aren't. And I we're that's going to we're going to save that one. Okay, we we'll table it and we'll get back to that one. Time. Okay. Yeah, painkillers. We're gonna go in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hosting. We're gonna talk about painkillers and addictions, and you know all that. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So you get a lot of feedback. Yeah. Oh man. So coffee drinkers. So Derek, Um, we all have. Does Derek consider himself? Is are we saying yes or is he just a partiality? He's a coffee. He's not a. He's not. He's not of a Mormon faith, but he he doesn't drink it for religious reasons. He just doesn't drink it. Yes. I never want to drink coffee. Yeah, um, yeah, that is true. When you go duck hunting, you're always bringing sweet tea. Now that yes. I think about or it, or I like hot chocolate or um, hot apple uh, cider, yeah. pumpkin hot spice. Apple cider with that, <laughs> I just don't. Chocolate yeah, has the caffeine even... in it too, so I'm mean, taking yeah, it. Yeah, like okay. But Lauren, like Lauren that, is that not makes a coffee, coffee for a living. Right, will make it for me, and I'll drink it, but. My wife will not drink coffee. Like my mother, yeah, my wife is not a coffee, coffee drinker. She's if I have never coffee had breath, coffee. Like it's over. Like it's just out. So I mean, like, just she won't even like let me talk to her really with coffee breath. So um, not a fan of coffee. Those those aren't. Yeah, but Lauren's um, not a fan. She's never had it. Not in any form. Cold, hot, cappuccino, yeah. mocha, whatever. I mean, the frou frou stuff. Whatever. However right. you want to dole it out. It's not happening. Not even in a marriage. It's not happening. Meredith loves her a tea. Like she'll that's, she'll get a chai tea or a something tea or an herbal tea or a you know that's honey what, tea uh, or Mister Tea. What a something. Yeah, my mother in law does. And obviously, if y'all y'all all know my father in law, he lo- he drinks coffee like it's water. He, um, he does. He's got an IV drip, and, and, and she's nothing like that. <laughs> yes. Derek, my wife texted me and said, "We're not wasting my espresso shots on you anymore." <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a social coffee drinker. Yeah, you are. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to drink drinker. your coffee. I mean, I will, but I didn't want to. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I, I actually I would I would probably if I was at all a coffee drinker, it would be a, a girly coffee drinker. Yeah, like I'll drink the frappuccinos and the ice coffee. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with you, Derek. Mm-hmm. Let's start with you. If you have to drink it, okay. I know you don't want to, but if you had to drink it, what would be your go-to <clears throat> coffee drink? Well, when you say, I guess coffee would, and I think anything with the coffee, bean, espresso, know, know, you, you, yeah. Like I do not like straight espresso at all. Um, I do not like pretty much anything from Starbucks. I have never been satisfied ordering coffee from Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, any other uh, chain of coffee place. Cafe Mocha, which is a friend of ours who who has a coffee shop, um, he makes, like, I guess, Frappuccinos. Frappuccinos and iced coffees, which basically have milk and some form of espresso. Like a milkshake. Um, like a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's basically like, like straight coffee. I never want it. I never, I don't want coffee, like coffee beans and all that. I do would, I would rather have the, the frou-frou drinks if I'm going to drink coffee. I'll drink the frou-frou. And also don't like hot drinks. That's the, that's probably one of the bigger parts is I don't like, I don't drink hot stuff. Yeah. Not really big into that. Hot chocolate? Not really. I think hot apple cider. If I have to drink anything hot, oh, yeah. if I have my preference, and it's got to be cold and spices. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's got to be like like we're skiing or something, you know. Yeah. Um, Since you do love the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Being cold. Yeah. yeah. Basically, like you're cold, but... you're you're an atmosphere drinker. If you're sitting by the hot, sitting yeah, outside yeah. by the fire, and someone pours you but hot even, chocolate, you're gonna take it. Yeah, but even then, it's hard to beat good old sweet tea. I, yeah, I mean, amen. Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's really I'll, I'll take sweet tea over most anything. All right. Um, so, Matt. So, uh, Matt, you, you drink coffee. I you do. have espresso machine. You, you do. got, you got, you do oh, the he's deal. big money. And he's he got it deal. going on. He's even got yes. the pump syrups. Yes. And all we ran out. The frothy milker <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm going to get a little bit more specific then, because obviously we know that your coffee. What, what's your favorite coffee drink? Oh man, Josh! Wait, so coffee as in in general espresso? Like, no, you can espresso lots of anything to do with the bean. Oh man! So I've been making okay. So first off, we gotta have we as in I say we Anna, my wife, and I are strong supporters. Um, I'm gonna go with the espresso, but our strong you gotta have our bean choice. Strong yeah, but well, that was my second question. Okay, 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 okay. We won't do the beans in. We'll just say coffee. Okay. Come back to me. So okay. scratch that. Um, I would say a vanilla latte. Mm, okay. Um, okay. With caramel drizzle. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I'm mm-hmm. not a big Starbucks fan. My boss goes to Starbucks, and when I'm with him, he asks if you want anything, and it's free. You know me. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, 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 we I'll, know you. <laughs> I'm gonna treat myself. <laughs> well, last last time I didn't do anything, and then I was like, um, awkward. This yeah. time, this time I went for it. But anyway, so I would say that yeah, vanilla latte with caramel drizzle, um, and then Joshua was on my. You were just talking about the star. Oh, so I'm not big on Starbucks, but we have a local. I am very good. I like Derek was saying. Of friends and friends of ours that has the local shop. I'm very um, keen on either making it from my espresso machine about 9% of the time that we have or going to uh, a local coffee place in Raleigh. Any listeners in Raleigh, Durham area, Sola Coffee, awesome stuff. And they are the ones that where we got the beans from, which we'll say that question for later, Josh. But 
I enjoy that. You, know, you can follow it up. I just did, I, you know, that was going to be my next question. So go ahead and tell us. What no, 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 no. You can come back around to me. Okay. okay. Either way. Either way. Because I got you two. Hop up. Let me, hold on. Let me, let me talk about Solo really quick. Sorry. Okay, okay. I love Solo. Get, get a plug in. Get a, yeah, get a, get a plug, plug in, in for Solo. So, 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 uh, vanilla latte. That's what I usually get there about 99% of the time. But in the summertime, Derek, this is for you, buddy. When you come here, mm -hmm. they have something called a Solo shake. And I've tried. Mm -hmm. And I've tried, and I've tried to mimic it, and I and slowly it's like the frosty. failing. You you can't make it at home. You can't, man. So we got a couple people. Um, man, I'm I'm rabbit trailing here, guys. I'm gonna bring it in really fast. So Raleigh Dream Center that we give it was a couple people that used to work at Sola, and I was like, guys, I can't make this Sola shake. What in the world are y'all doing to make it right? So I've gotten better with it, but basically you have to go get Homeland ice cream. You got to get. Word. Um, so it's, but basically all it is is two espresso shots, homeland ice cream, um, whole milk, whole, wait, hold on. My wife's going to be telling me this. They have it year round. Um, I think it's homeland ice cream, but then it's also like homeland milk and then honey. And then obviously you put it in a blender and it's called a solo shake. But Derek, for you, that's, you know, you're not big on the coffee. It's fantastic. He would just... You just leave off the espresso shots and it'd be good. Pretty much, yeah. It's <laughs> all awesome. ice cream, like, blended. Yeah, exactly. I'll, so I like honey, it. If I'm going to drink any type of coffee, I want to have espresso. But but the ice cream is money. The milk is milk. The honey is a good texture. And then that's the espresso. Good. So that's, that's a little thing in the summertime. Just a little side note for Sola Coffee. Anybody out there, go to Sola. It's awesome stuff. But vanilla latte with caramel. Uh, I'll pass the, the conch shell. Ooh. <laughs> over to Patrick. We got to figure out with this guy. He, you, you strike me as like I just like the the black coffee. Maybe like a little sweet and low in it. But tell me, tell me what you do. So yeah, I got a cool coffee story. And so Josh, you pretty much just hit the nail on the head. I mean, I'm 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 the no I'm the no frills guy. Like just pour it in a mug. Yeah, I, and I, I felt that. Yeah, the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I, I, I just. I mean, I've actually tried to drink it black because it's pretty healthy for you when you drink it just straight black. I mean, it's not super healthy, but it's better than throwing milk and sugar in there. Can't do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty much just pouring it in a cup, put some milk and sugar in there, and let's move on. Um, but with that being said, cool coffee story for you coffee aficionados out there. I was in Dublin, Ireland. We were uh, on an anniversary trip, and – literally walked into this random coffee shop just stopped to take a take a break because we were walking around and ordered a vanilla latte mm -hmm. from this coffee shop and it was seriously the best cup of coffee i've ever had in my entire life which was good because i think i paid like ten dollars for the thing mm -hmm. um okay. but good. it was yeah. unbelievable Paid cash for it and left and never thought about it. And to this day, I cannot figure out where that coffee shop was. I know immediately after we went into this park, and I can't remember the name of the park, and I can't remember the name of the shop, but it was the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Um, hmm. So Sounds if you're asking me what's my favorite, then yeah, wherever that place is. That was, um, that was very – that was unexpectedly <laughs> – 
a bourgeois answer from Patrick. I was not. I mean, I literally, I literally like. Well, I one time was I was there. in Ireland. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I would try to drop. I, mean, I only. You may. I make it sound like I have coffee in Ireland all the time. No, this is a one-time thing. Probably will never happen again. But literally, when we were riding home on the plane, we we're like, all right, what's we do this every time we go on a trip? What was the ten favorite things you did or top five? And literally, when I was like, that cup of coffee I had in Dublin was one of the best. I mean, it makes it sound like the trip is lame, but it's not. The coffee was that good. It was an amazing yeah, cup of coffee. Yeah, none of us can get it. If we go over there, we're not going to know where to get it. Um, we no, need what we're going to do, research, I'm going to find it. I'm going to okay. find it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the next week trying to find that, that store. I'll Google Earth it, figure out where we went. I'm going to track this place down. And next week, I'll tell everybody. What that awesome. called? What, what that awesome. store was called? Bucci with a ten dollar coffee. Yes, yeah. yes. Hey. In, in, a, in another country. You, yeah. You've never been there. You've never been there. <laughs> well, it's it was Dublin. I mean, you've never had Dublin that bean. Time. Yeah, yeah, that ain't happened. I don't know that our listeners go to Dublin all the time. But yeah. if you do go, <laughs> wait till next week. Wait till next week. Because then you'll know which coffee. I mean, you never know how broad the listener base is. I mean, people do go to Dublin all the time. That is true. That's true. Especially people right outside Dublin, like every day. Yeah, people right outside Dublin going through Dublin. They probably hate it, but no, it's yeah, awesome. It's a deal. It's a good cup of coffee. Fine. I got you. All right, I got me. you. You know you got something, Josh. You used to do What's that? Your coffee. Come on, Jared. Come on, Snapchat. Um, well, coffee taste test. So yeah, I've I've done a few coffee taste tests. Um, I've gotten uh. Probably more negative out of that than positive. Oh man, being candid. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep doing it. I keep people doing actually, it. I mean, people actually do that to you. They don't just let it fly. I, Matt, Matt, people can Andrew's be negative about anything. That's true. It's easy to sit there's, in the seat of the mean, There was a there was a, a radio commercial, and I forget what it's for, but it's for something basically like to try to up your reviews online, and it has somebody going like. They're, the flowers, something, something florist, smelled way too flowery and blah, 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 like giving a terrible review about how much it smelled like flowers. Mm-hmm. And then at the, whenever I left, they said, have a good day. Uh, excuse me, I'll determine what kind of day I'm going to have. And like, oh, like you know, just people, <laughs> like, people, people can be negative about whatever, which is fine. Um, I have reviewed uh, quite a few cup of coffee. Um, and I'll, and I'll tell you this, and this doesn't always make it into the cut scenes on uh, the Snapchat review. I typically will add cream and sugar, buddy, um, to my my coffee anytime I'm, I'm going to drink it. So before uh-huh. the taste test, before the, the one sip, everyone knows the rules, coffee test, I'm, I'm, I'm slipping some cream and some sugar in that baby because black coffee is not for me, okay? Yeah, um, same here. I just like I just like the sweeter life. That's just me, um, and it shows in my midsection. But um, so we we've got um, a few different types. At one time, um, I try to get a coffee sponsor, um, and the, you know, sponsor they'll give you a little discount. They'll give you some some stickers. Stumptown Coffee out of Portland. Um, that's whenever I had to figure out why they called Portland Stumptown. I uh, didn't realize that it was because it was built in haste and there was so many stumps that they didn't remove. But um, so you'd come upon this town as a ton of stumps. So it's Stumptown. Um, so Stumptown was pretty good. Um, I, I recently I've gotten some um, organic from Aldi, the, oh, uh, the the German grocery. Yeah, just just out on a limb. Just I mean, why not try it? You know, didn't have to cost a lot to be good. No, um, I feel like we have. 
Buying some pods from. Go yeah, ahead, sorry. no, I mean it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then um, I had my dad do a uh, a guest a guest uh, coffee tasting. He said uh, tastes like coffee. So that was kind of a bummer, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. He, said, he said I know the difference between coffee and tea. Like if you give me tea, I'm like, in coffee. I'm like okay, well okay, thanks. So I don't know if that was my best cup. Um, I'll tell you this. All right. For local yokel, if you're in the Columbia area, Loveland Coffee is what's up, okay? I get their beans. They're locally roasted. They are what's up, okay? They have a little kiosk in a parking lot on St. Andrews Road in Irmo, and they're about to finish up their um, the bigger awesome. bigger place. And it, it, it's so good. Um, and I, I, I get very basic. As in basic, I mean basic white girl, not basic down to black coffee. Because we, we go white chocolate mocha a lot. They have another one that's like a, um, it's like a little bit of cinnamon. It's called a cone meal, um, and uh, which means with honey. Um, I guess that's what it means. But anyway, it's, it's it's good. It's like a cinnamon honey, and it's a little bit better for your latte. But you're still getting a lot of thick. My favorite bean right now would have to be the Jamaican Blue Mountain bean. Okay, I didn't realize this whenever. I mean, <laughs> when I was in Jamaica, um, we had this <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, they, they say this is Blue Mountain. I'm like, sweet. And then I started looking around, and the Blue Mountain's like 50 bucks a bag. And they're like, well, and they actually started telling you, like, hey, we actually here, you can buy it for this $30 a bag, and here it costs this. Here, And then they said, actually, be careful for fraud because there's a limited quantity, and it's, it's a sweeter bean. And what companies started doing was importing coffee into Jamaica and then selling it as Blue Mountain coffee. So it has to get run through the government to get officially be Blue Mountain Coffee. So it ends up getting kind of expensive. So I brought back one bag, one bag of Blue Mountain Coffee, and it was delicious. I mean, it's a it's a sweeter. It's one I could almost drink black. Okay, that's how how good it is uh, mm. roasted. Went to Costco, see a big old bag of beans, Blue Mountain Coffee. I was so jacked up until I read the bag. Mm. It was trademark Blue Mountain. From like 15 different places. It's not from Jamaica. So you got to be careful with this stuff, guys. Don't go to Costco and buy the Blue Mountain coffee because it's not Blue Mountain coffee. Okay? So. But well, I, I will mean, say this. All that? I, I, yeah. And then on the black coffee note. Quantum Mall Is that what well, you say? No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I drank some of their coffee, but I couldn't tell the difference. But anyway. Thank you. Well. Um, Rort, the owner of... Cafe Mocha that I'm talking about, who makes the great coffee. Um, whenever we go like on vacation, like we just went to, I, yearly I go with him and his brothers and a couple other guys on a golf trip, and he always brings the like he brings the coffee setup and he does the like the chemistry Pour and everything. Over, his yeah. yeah, his black coffee. I'm not kidding you. Tastes like fruit. That's it, awesome. Now. Now that is what he says. That's black coffee. The black coffee is not what everybody typically thinks of as. No, um, you know, just kind of burnt. I guess whatever the Starbucks burns their beans. Just, just no doubt, that no out doubt. There. And he used to be a, a regional uh, manager or something for Starbucks before he started his own thing. So um, he's so. What I'm getting at is when, like, I will drink that black coffee, and I only drink it because he makes it for me. It's not like I really enjoy <laughs> it that like a whole lot, you know. Uh, I just don't mm-hmm. want to waste the opportunity I'm having, you know. Like this guy's a, a you know, a I don't know, two decade barista who's mastered it all you know 
Um, so, so his stuff coffee. is really, yeah, like he's, it's really good. From everybody who drinks coffee, they say it's really good. And so um, he makes it, and I drink it, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't taste anything like black coffee that you get from a gas station or something. It's It literally tastes like fruit. Um, yep. And so... Anyway, so I will drink that on occasion, but it's still not my not my cup of tea. Sweet tea. We should have we should have had work on the show talking about coffee. I know we we'll have to we'll have to bring him in, but uh, we well, do have secret. a coffee roaster um, outside of Columbia, uh-huh. and if you're heading up um, or heading down early in the morning or heading up late at night or whatever, when the wind's kind of down died down a little bit, um, up 26, but it's south of Columbia. You, you pass a um, a place they roast Starbucks coffee, and you get a good whiff of coffee. But I'm telling you, I, I don't like their coffee. I think it's I think it's always like they they, they over roast their beans. But that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not we're not sponsored by any coffee. You know, they just so just so y'all know. Um, Yet, but yes, yes. Yeah, who's getting, who's going to be the first? <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, uh, contact us at speakasyourmove at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, that brings us to our Hebrews. Hold on, I got to get my beans in. Oh, oh your beans. I'm, beans. So oh. I'm so sorry. I've been waiting. Let the man bean. Tell Just me about your beans. Spill the beans, Matt. Spill the beans. <laughs> Expresso machine, like I was saying, guys, for all of them out there. Counterculture Coffee. Um, another local based out of Durham, started in Durham, headquarters are in Durham. Um, which obviously they roast and their beans there, but they get it from all across the country, but nonetheless, and probably Costa Rica and different places. But anyway, based out of Durham. But anyway, that's what uh, Sola uses, countercultural, and they obviously sell them at the store. So I recently bought the the Blend 46, like a dark dark chocolate smoky whole bean coffee, mm-hmm. and then put it in my espresso and do the magic. Or try to act like I know what I'm doing, but was it was it as good as you hoped it would be? It was good. It was awesome. Still not as good as Sola, but I we I don't know. I've just that's all we've used. I mean, we might have done a couple like other little bags. I tried like the Black Rifle Com- Coffee Company or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watching the Unashamed podcast uh, with the Phil Robertson and all those guys, mm-hmm. and I I basically had a you know had a mortgage in the, the coffee bag. But nice. after I got, but I just, I just put that through the coffee maker. I mean, for the coffee and, pot. What's up? And, and what was the reason why you didn't do a coffee review for us to know if it was good or not? Like, I mean, you, it is you good. think we'd enjoy it? I mean, no. like, if it, I mean, like if you filmed a coffee review, we would watch that, Matt. I might have to. Like, I don't know if I have okay. a little bit left, but it's good. It's yeah. like, but it's like 15 or 16 bucks for a bag. One to 10. What, what is it? What is it? It was dark nine, roast. Nine, I would say two. eight. I would say eight. eight? Okay. I, I okay. tried it with, I tried it black. And then I went, right. um, and then I went back with cream because I'm a, I'm a kind of a, I like I don't do any sugar, I don't do any milk, any half and half. I just do a little bit of French vanilla or hazelnut, whatever in the, uh, the, the flavored cream. I you know I'm not building flavored cream, but it takes away from the, the flavor a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a light. But that's it. Sorry guys, counterculture. It's yeah. awesome. Good beans. I avoid Starbucks at any call. I try to too, Josh. I highly. I, I can't do a Dunkin' because they don't get near as political. At Starbucks, um, and if I do that, I'll get a caramel swirl latte. Um, that's that's pretty good there. We I just mean, like to try to support the local businesses. Yeah, I have to try Definitely. that. Yeah, we're turning into Starbucks roasters ourselves. 
Uh, <laughs> there it is. Give me my Amazon card. Josh, this person to avoid Starbucks is typically around the five to $10. You don't have to go down 26 to see the Starbucks roasters. Yep, you tune in, 830. <laughs> you tune in at 830. Yeah. Yep. So. Good stuff. So, so is that is that the bean episode? You spilled the beans. Uh, Again, the beans good. have been distributed. <laughs> All right. Well, now we get to the meat. Mm-hmm. Hebrews, the actual Hebrews, the one that matters. Um, we're getting to the meat of the episode. Um, kind of going a, a little bit, just how we ever want to take it. I wanted to know everybody's favorite Hebrew scripture. Um, Get, get get down to the uh, Hebrews actually talks about meat too, um, but anyway, um, I don't know. Does anybody have Vernon want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, before you all take it. No, there's. I mean, tons. yeah, see that, that's one way. To, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I don't so, want to like, take mine. You do Matilda's? No, like, well, it, obviously, I think we've all read Hebrews and everything. <laughs> if you can count how many times it says Melchizedek in Hebrews, and <laughs> that needs to be like one of them, like, guess how many, like, coins are in the jar type thing, because it says it a lot. But I haven't, I haven't read, um, like, through Hebrews consistently. Um, and sorry, I dropped my earbud. Um, Pull together, Derek. I haven't read through it in a while. I mean, you'll you'll read a verse or a chapter here and there, and it'll take you off somewhere else. But um, it's it's a tough one to to narrow down your favorites because there's just a ton of scripture in it. Um, but I like just on a, on a side note, I'm, mine is in the is in the tenth chapter, um, yeah. which is not one that is my favorite. Like that if you had asked me a week ago, it's not. Um, I never thought about what my favorite scripture was in Hebrew, but I just read it and I was like, whichever one jumps out at me, this is going to be the one that I'm going to say is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that 14th verse is hard to get. The, the 14th verse is hard to get get anything better than. I'm going to be honest. So yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, it is. But like, so mine is. Um, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He mm-hmm. is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another. Let us consider one another. I love it. I love it. To provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Now, I guess that may that may jump out at us now or me because of you know our recent uh, quarantines and all that, and the actual not being able to assemble ourselves, but. I think that it's, uh, I mean, all of it's good, but it, it jumped out at me at, at the let me and let us consider one another to yeah. provoke unto love and provoke, to good works. And, provoke to good works. I mean, that I, I love that verse there. Nicely done. Because, I mean, and consider. That's another yeah, word. Yeah. Um, consider. Mm. Like, like take, take Worry more about other people. notice than just like yeah. a, a fleeting glance, you know? Um, but, but that that jumped out at me. But what I did, what I wanted a side note on, on Hebrews is that um, when you read it, obviously it it, it is worded mm-hmm. to me. It's worded differently than a lot of other books, and I don't know who wrote it. Um, I haven't. I guess there's a lot of different opinions 
you know, throughout the theologists and all that of who wrote it. And that doesn't really matter. But the way that they wrote it, it appeals to me because when I think of things, it I like when I think of uh, anything, like any scripture or any, any subject, the way I recite it in my mind and the way that I would explain it to somebody else, mm-hmm. it's very um, boiled down maybe. I don't know. Like I, yeah. almost like like layman's terms in a way, and that's not right. the best way to put it. But like when you read Hebrews and if, if anybody's out there, you know, read like, I don't know, three chapters in a row or four mm-hmm. chapters and you'll see how they – how it's just re- it's reciting and, it, and it's it's the explanation of of what is going on and the way the author is is ex- is explaining things. I was like, man, I kind of get on I can get on board with the way that he's doing that. It's almost like a teacher, you know. Like, and I don't know the the verse off the top of my head, and maybe it's one of y'all's, but um, it'll say like it'll say a scripture, and then it'll say now speaking above as the scripture above. It's explaining this, 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 and this, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it says that like in the scripture. If this could have done it, then we would have done this. If this could have yeah, happened exactly. this way, yeah. then we would have done it. And like, it was like it's sacrifices, like, but it's not. It's yeah. just like your Sunday school teacher talking to you, you know, mm-hmm. and it, that one that jumped out at me recently reading this, trying to figure out what my favorite verse was. Um, it was kind of cool how I noticed that. I've always noticed that it was it was, you know, worded a little bit weirder or differently than others. Um but it was it's very cool it was like a it was like your it was like the the bible's sunday school teacher you know like they yeah. this is it's, like a, it's like a study bruises. bible within the bible yeah, it's, it's, it was really cool but that was uh that was my two cents so well i think favorite, too yeah. josh i mean uh derek it, it, it from a from a doctrinal standpoint it 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 basically solidifies the necessary the necessity for the second work of grace and, yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. And, of saying, and and you hear, I mean, like Josh said, that fourteenth verse. I know that wasn't your verse, Derek, but and yeah. I don't know if it's someone else's, so I apologize. But um, for by one offering, the perfecting them, the sanctify with the Holy Ghost also is witness, and it talks about holiness, you know, without which no man can see the Lord. And there's a couple of verses here and there, but it but it, it basically debunks. Well, it's probably not the right word, but it, it basically solidifies the insufficiencies of the first work of grace. Um, right. And, and if because of that, it, it brings into the point, and I, I agree with you, Derek. It's it's very, I want to say easier, but kind of some parts you understandably can read, and it kind of brings out the scripture plainly to you. And I think that's good for for someone that's maybe newly sanctified or trying to understand what sanctification means, or or the the necessity of the second work of grace. I mean, Hebrews is a great place to go to, and you see, you see, you know, why Jesus came, and and you know, and and the necessity that we need the work of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, I will Dad. say, reading reading that, I could not. And I know Josh's. I'm I'm pretty sure I know Josh's verse. <laughs> um, but like, I could not read this without thinking about Brother Ben Jernigan. Like, it's the only thing that went through my mind when I was reading it. Like, yeah. it was it was like that's the only thing I hear. It's, and it, and it and it made me think like, well. Uh, is, all, is that all he ever talked about? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's what I remember. <laughs> yeah. No, read, well, read Ephesians, not, the second chapter of Ephesians, yeah. and then you're like, oh, no, this is what yeah. he talked about. <laughs> but it was, I mean, I don't know. It was funny because I guess yeah. I've never, I never had that purpose for reading something like to 
and not a not a I want to dig in and, and learn something. It was like I want to find my favorite verse to tell somebody right. else. You know, out of all of this, kind of a, figure out which yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just reading. I'm like, man, that's pretty good. I'm like, well, go to the next chapter. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty go good. Next yeah. I'm like, man, this this is like Ben Jernigan's highlight reel. You know, and yeah. <laughs> like that's all I can think about. But that's it's good. also to me, it's it it's it's kind of a it's a tough one to stay focused on. Um, right. Like for me, because like you would read a couple of verses and it's like, now go back. It's like a textbook in a way. Like it was, it's different and I enjoyed it. And I haven't read, like just sat down and read the whole chapter before or the whole book. Um, but you know, it's, it's different. And maybe that's because it was written by somebody other than Paul. I don't know who, I mean, some people say he did. I don't know. Um, that was just a quick research thing I did, but it, it seems that whoever wrote it definitely wrote this one differently than anyone, uh, any other book that I've read. But go ahead, Matt, go, go on, go on, man. Um, hold on. I was, I was turned to one while Derek was talking. Cause I was going to say something. Another one. I was trying to, let's see. I just knew you were engaged. So I thought we'd go ahead and get, with yeah, let's, I'll, and man, Patrick. um, Patrick, do you have yours? I mean, I have a couple. Yeah, I got a few. Um, I say amen to everything Derek said. Um, it's uh, in fact, I was sitting here thinking if you gave me like four books to preach doctrine out of for the rest of my life, I would have to say Hebrews would be one of them. John, First yeah. John, and Romans would be the other three. But I mean, anytime, anytime I want to, you know, kind of get back to the bedrock. Hebrews is one of those where I find myself going back to just because of the teachability of the book. I often imagine, I know, like you mentioned, there's this big discussion on who wrote it. I just like to believe that Paul did just because the, the logical way it runs. But I like to imagine this is kind of how he disputed with different people. It talks a lot about how he was all, you know, he debated and tried to influence people to Christ out of the law. I like to imagine this is kind of how he did it. He was like, yeah, okay, like this here's is a the minutes from one of those conversations or something. Yeah, 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 it's kinda like you get an inside peek. Like he talks about there in, in the twenty eight chapter backs of how he, he hired a dwelling and spent two years and people came unto him and they discussed and some believed and some didn't. And I just see him just sitting in this like armchair. This is his old man, you know, and he's been at it for ever and experienced and he's just telling him like, Okay, well, you know how you take the ox and you slay it on the altar and it's like, Well, that's a liken unto you know, the sacrifice and he kind of goes through just trying to bring out Christ and all of it. And it just kind of shows you that like a little glimpse of that conversation. Um, but to answer the question directly, the, for me, I got a lot of scriptures I love in Hebrews, but one I've always, always gone back to and committed it to memory was uh, Hebrews two eleven, for both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one for the which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren saying i will do and then the next verse says i will declare thy name unto my brethren and in the midst of the church i will sing praise unto thee so i've always loved that verse first of all because of the use of the word sanctifieth and mm -hmm. sanctified but also because it it ties us into one with with the sanctifier which is jesus christ and um it just to me it just shows that 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 you can there is opportunity there is ability to live free from sin in this life 
because he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one. And a holy Christ wouldn't bring in to himself an unholy man. So the sanctifieth and the sanctified become one. And in that union, there is no sin. And it's just a beautiful verse. And then the, it follows with, he is not ashamed to call them brethren. And it's like, Christ isn't ashamed to call me his brother. Join like, let that yeah. Let that sink in. Like Jesus Christ is not ashamed to call me his brother. Uh, that levels me every time I think about it. Every time. High calling. I mean, it's amazing. We've we've all we've all been in a situation where you're like, well, I go to church with them, but you know, you kind of you're trying to distance a little bit because mm-hmm. you know you you want to you want to make sure they don't you know think a certain way about a certain person or whatever. But Jesus, we're joint heirs with Jesus. Uh, I had a, my father-in-law brought the message last night at church, and uh, he talked about being a joint heir. I mean that that reinforces it, and it's not that he's he's forced to be a joint heir with us because God made him. But he's not ashamed to call us brethren. So, amen. Yeah, it's to that. just a powerful verse. But there's a lot of them in there. I heard oh, a preacher yeah. say one time the book of Hebrews is the book of better things. And if you read through Hebrews, talk about a lot of words. There's like it's like 15 times in the book of Hebrews where the word better or or some you know I don't know the correct English word, but like better you know. Um, anyway, the word better is in there like 15 times. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's, I got it, Josh. Matt, you ready? Yeah, I mean, I was like, so, because when you sent this this text out, or when we had this topic, I was like, okay, my first verse that I've always loved was in uh, was where it talked about choosing rather Hebrews chapter eleven, choosing rather to suffer afflictions. This mm-hmm. talking about Moses, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but the people of God that enjoy pleasures of sin for a season, and season of reproach of Christ, greater riches and the treasures in Egypt. Um, but. I think another one too that's really been good to me. I mean, all these verses are awesome. You know, what I'm saying that's the thing too. There's so much in Hebrews, um, but the 13th chapter and it says, "Let us go forth, therefore." Oh, excuse me, 12th verse and 13th chapter. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no. Continuing city, but we seek one to come. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just, I mean, I feel, I guess with the first one, just talking about the sufferings of Christ, and we were talking about different people, like way back in the, in the beginning, who we wanted to talk to, and all those people kind of had that, that, and you know, Moses had the opportunity to to choose Egypt and choose the joys and the pleasures um, for a season, and I don't know what a season is in people's life. It could be a day or a week or a year. But he chose to to suffer with the people of God, and I think that that's gonna that there's gonna be some sort of when you commit yourself your life to Christ 100 percent and and you're converted and you're sanctified and you're sold out you know you you're choosing maybe the sufferings you're choosing maybe the persecutions um, and and you've the pleasures of sin is gone um, yeah but then it talks about Jesus where basically they took him out of the camp. And and took him up on the hill, and um, and he suffered outside the gate, and it says, "Let us also go." Therefore, we have to we we have to sacrifice ourselves. We have to, you know, bear that I guess that approach or bear that um, that suffering 
as well when we get sanctified. We're, we crucify the old man. Um, and it's and we're seeking a greater city. Yeah. Um, I hope that helps. That, that's, no, that, I know it's a pick too, but really. It's hard to pick. I mean, like, I even then, and now I'm nervous because Derek said he thought he knew which one I was going to pick. And so now I'm like, man, I don't want to mess that up. I mean, because there's, there's, you know, there's. I don't. There's I couldn't tell you which one it is now because I can't remember. I just remember when I read it, I was like, I, I think yeah. that's it. But I couldn't unless yeah. I look. I mean, back like, and find it. I don't know. I mean, the, the provoke to good works. I love that one just mm-hmm. because. I mean, it puts the onus back on us to help out each other. Consider, you're right. I mean, that's more than just think about it for a second. Like, really consider what we can do to provoke others to good works. Sometimes that's just doing it first and just being an example. Other times it's, you know, being more of a support. Um, but just, just going through it, um, went through every chapter, trying to, to make sure that I got, I mean, in, in the first part, you know, seeing Jesus made a little lower than the angels for the suffering death, crowned with glory and honor that he could taste death for every man and they that are sanctified and are all of one as Patrick would, you know, that, that was what I originally was at. But then I, um, I got over and, you know, and over in the 10th chapter where Derek was talking about the law and I was, I was on that. And, um, and then see, then I got over into the, well, well, the end of the 10th, well, not of them who draw back into perdition, but believe to the saving of the soul. So I'm on yeah. board. And then, but then I got the 12th. And the only problem with the 12th is I used to always say, compassed about, and uh, we have a, a <laughs> Kenneth in, in Virginia Beach, Virginia, who used to it's be in compass. Wilmington, North Carolina. It's compass because it, it reminds us of the compass being 360 degrees all the way around us. We're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay away. So, but if you're if you're on the twelfth, I'm gonna have to to go with and and, and I, I hope it's it's the right one. But I, I really like the fourteenth verse of the twelfth chapter. Mm-hmm. Follow peace with all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. I mean, mm. cut and dry on our life. Okay, one follow peace with all men. That's hard to do sometimes, guys. Um, but he's, he's laying it out there. That's what we're called to do, is follow peace with all men. And the only way to get anywhere close to that, I mean, because there's some people that are just destined to, to try to be not peaceful. Um, but what really matters is holiness, because without that, you ain't going to see the Lord. Um, then, you know, then 13th goes on. Um, I mean, it's all really, really good. That I think, is, is that what it was, or is it a different one, man? No, I, what I was thinking of was earlier. It was in I don't know fourth, fifth, sixth chapter somewhere. It was earlier than the than the end. Because so I brought I, I brought couldn't. back my I brought back my my old Bible because it had a lot of, of notes in there from like early Josh too. Um, because I wanted to see what it used to be, you know. And the second mm-hmm. chapter was pretty much all um, underlined. Uh, <laughs> so, it may have been the second yeah. chapter. I don't. Yeah. I have to go back and read and, and find it, but. I just remember reading it and going, that's probably going to be just this. <laughs> yeah. So how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? I mean, that one, you know, just rocking on through. I mean, I, um, let us, and then uh, over in the, uh, was it fourth chapter? Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may attain mercy yeah. and find grace to help in a time of need. Because, um, right. I mean, him laying out the, the, 
the deal, as Derek was saying, just kind of boom. This is what you, you've been used to in the high priest, but here's why it doesn't work. High priest can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, 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 you know, just, just laying it out. It. Just, Fourth chapter, okay. I'm thinking that's, that mm-hmm. seems like it. Yep. And, um, and, oh, and yeah, the fourth chapter is where it says, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even divine and sunder of soul and spirit. And yeah, that that was originally when I was reading through. Um, that was what I came up first. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's easy, you know, um, quick and powerful, sharper than two-edged sword. I mean, that was on my, uh, as, as Derek mentioned, my grand my my grandfather's uh, hit list, if you would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, no guys, I I um I really appreciate y'all you pouring some thought into this this topic i mean it is different because like a lot of times your favorite verse in the bible is not going to necessarily be one of those um but it is a lot a, a very um spirit-filled book and so to get everybody's take on on their favorite scripture i i, I appreciate that two more josh um, ten to the yeah chapter. Go. Not mm-hmm. well, more than two, nine and ten. Man, I'm just reading this chapter as y'all are going through it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. So, and I, I mean the book, excuse me, not chapter, but the tenth. It's same with Derek's nine and ten. Mm-hmm. Then said he, "Lo, I come to do my thy will, O God." He taketh away the first that he may establish. I just, I like I said before, when Derek was talking, I just it it confirms, um, confirms sanctification, confirms holiness. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all, and then um, it says in every priest and daily ministry and offering times the same sacrifice we can never take away sins. I'll skip down and it says this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law into their hearts and in their minds. Will I write them and in their sins and iniquities? Will I remember no more. And and that's the thing too. You, yeah, it is. And 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 this the scripture talks about this the old covenant and. Um, the, the sacrifice of animals and that, and, but, and that was all obviously physical. The new covenant. It's yeah. A new covenant. It's, it's, a exactly. covenant. Yeah. it's in our hearts. And, um, but it, but it also, it does say that, but it also, it also makes a firm stance on this insufficiency of the first work. Um, is, is, is you can say, well, this is animals. Well, yeah, maybe animals, but they're sacrificing for sins and they're turning for sins daily, daily, daily. So they're con- they're constantly going into a forgiven state. I mean, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I feel like all y'all would agree with me. You ain't wrong. Preach. So, I feel like you know you're not wrong too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, I mean, and then and you then Anna, try to tell me I'm wrong. But, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Sorry, but um, Josh, you hit it. You, you read the the twelfth verse. Me and Anna, my wife, for all those out there. I mean, y'all probably know them by now. We're talking about like you don't need ten scriptures. Sometimes to prove a point, or a hundred scriptures. Yeah. If, it's, if there's one scripture in the Bible, yep, that's that's enough. To, I mean, right. least, again, just thinking off the top of my head here, um, I feel like if, if God's pointing that out, so I mean, now there's more than just one of those, but that's a uh, sometimes plain symbols pretty good. I like yeah. too if you read on down that ten chapter, yeah, in that tenth chapter, he says, "For if we sin willfully after you receive the knowledge of the truth." There remaineth no more sacrifices of sin yeah, for sin, but it's certain fearful and looking in the nation. I like that scripture because it kind of it the, this he made it clear that look this new and living way is offered to you, and it was and it was by one, and it was through one, and it was one death, and it is one blood, um, and it's through one spirit. But that one doesn't exist for you through eternity, so that you can go out and sin as much as you want to. Like 
you know, he's basically making the distinction, like, don't make the mistake here. Like, just because God has rolled this in to Christ, like, that doesn't now give you the liberty to just go out and sin all you want. Yeah. He's like, if you sin willfully after you've received the knowledge of the truth, yeah. there remaineth no more sacrifice. Like, it's not there for you anymore. So, so I love it when he lays that out because there's a lot of people that think, you know, he's got it covered. I can do whatever. And they use the liberty for a cloak of their maliciousness, even though they say they don't. And he, he's, he, he tells you, hey, you can fall. Yeah. <laughs> you, <don't, laughs> you can fall. Yeah, cause Just, he, uh, you got to be careful. It is a careful walk. And then he, he goes on to kind of bear that out, too. He says, look, there's a there's a certain and fearful looking like. Like this is this if you sin this is where you should be you should be fearful and looking you know and understanding of that and then find yourself you know into a um you know back back into a state of repentance and then eventually you need to be seeking the holy spirit which will keep you from from falling and yeah. paul writes that again in another place i think it's i think it's timothy but don't quote me on that i'm definitely wrong it's not timothy Hey, I, I was going along with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we it's Jude. It's Sound, in Jude. It's not Timothy. Yeah, it's Jude one twenty four. I looked it up. It's not Timothy. Good stuff, Josh. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate all the input, guys, and thanks for coming prepared. If you would, that was um. Who's preaching on Hebrews next? Let me get back into the. I mean, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do a series on it. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we could do a. Uh, uh, the ser- well, it wouldn't really be a sermon series, but yeah, uh, yeah I guess it could be. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> Every Wednesday night, Matt's going to talk on Hebrews. Again. I'm preaching. <laughs> just get out before the thing starts talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm it might just be tonight. a testimony, but I'm just going to let y'all know <laughs> the testimony is going to be the uh, third <laughs> chapter of Hebrews. <laughs> Moving on to the next week. Oh, man. Sorry. Uh, good deal, guys. Well, guys, um, it happened again. I did not leave oh. myself any time. You were the only one to blame. I know. And, and I had heard back from a listener that really enjoyed it. They had some more more material. They used the pineapple core that we gave away. So guess what? We're giving another one away tonight. Um, yes, yes. They said it worked. Awesome. Um, they had, a, they had a kid of theirs bring home a pineapple, and they put it to good use and said it spiral cut it right on down. That's awesome. I'm always worried about cutting off too much of the outside of the pineapple, you know, when you, if you're trying to just cut it up with a knife from the outside in, and this thing just pops the core out and then takes out the whole middle and spiral cuts it. And Yeah, so that one's going out to our winner tonight. Um, but you know me, I like telling dad jokes. Sometimes he even laughs at them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My dad came to visit this week. Yes, yeah, so um, so that one that one came in from uh, Sam in Wilmington, North Carolina, also known as My Dad. Um, he he put in a few. Um, let's see, but we're going to start with Johnny and Raleigh. Um, did you know he he brought something to my attention that you never see a mummy on vacation. Yeah, they're afraid they'll unwind. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dina and James Island is, um, and, and and this is not endorsed by um, Speak Is Your Move. Okay, we don't we, we've been able to avoid <laughs> politics thus far, but it was a user submission. And if you have the same joke going the other way, we'll say that one too. Okay, um, I'll find this one funnier. But difference between a liberal and a puppy. 
After a few weeks, a puppy stops whining. Rainy is James Allen. It does. That's what I'm saying. Really, you can say that. Really so, you know, you yeah. So if you if you're a liberal listening, write in your jokes, and I'll have to read them on the air. So, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Rainy and James Allen writes. Did you did you know they quit giving out tests at the zoo? Yep. It's because there were so many cheetahs. Ah, <laughs> um, so then um, we got Anna from Raleigh. Um, yesterday, she actually saw a guy spill Scrabble letters all over the road. She asked him, hey, what's the word on the street? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then um, Terry in Hampstead, North Carolina, um, actually told me a short a short about um, two two sisters that inherited a cow farm. Um, it was all female cows, and they and they uh, they were like, well, we got to do something with it, and they only had five hundred dollars. So well, we got to try to make it, you know, a viable farm. Let's go buy a bull. So they went. She's like, well, you go to the the bull, do the auction. Let me know if I need to come get um get a bull, you know, bring the trailer and stuff. And he said, okay. So he goes to the auction. Guy, he's, the first guy she sees, said, here's what I'm in. I'm a tight spot. I really need to buy a bull. And all I have is five hundred dollars. Says normally they go much more than that, but I'll, I've got one I can sell you for four hundred ninety-five dollars. She said, "Okay, great." So she gets the bull, and then uh, so they go. For some reason, uh, this has been a while. So there was a little telegraph station, and it's going to send back word to her sister to come. You know, so she she's like, "All right, I'd like to send a, a telegraph," and the guy says, "All right, it's five dollars a word." What? I only have five dollars. What am I going to do? And she said, all right, I got it, I got it. One word, comfortable. And she, he goes, uh, your sister's going to know what this means? She said, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, my sister's a little slow. She says she's going to get it, and she's going to go, huh? She's going to try to read this word, and she's going to say, comfortable. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, so, anyway, I enjoyed all the jokes. I, there was one joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, there you go. There was, there was some there was some jokes about uh, retired people, um, but like, none of them work. Ah, <laughs> uh, retired. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And then this was a little funny, kind of makes you chuckle or whatever. And this one's going home to Sam in Wilmington, North Carolina. Do y'all know which state is famous for its extra small soft drinks? No clue. That'd be Minnesota, of course. <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, thank you guys for writing in. Uh, this, t- tonight Mini made me pop. pretty happy. I mean, we, we had some submissions, so I really appreciate that. Whenever I'm giving away free stuff and nobody writes in, it's like, well, what do I have to do to get friends? Not really get friends, but what do I have to do to get you guys to write in <laughs> submissions? So, um... I do appreciate that. That pineapple core is going out tonight. I'm going to click the send button on Amazon and keep it rolling. But if you want to have a chance to win next week, send in your dad jokes starting now to speak as you moved at gmail.com, speak as you moved on Instagram, or speak as you moved on Facebook, or figure out our cell phone number or our office number or something. Get the joke to us, and you'll be in the running to win next week. Um, <laughs> so. Anyway, guys, that brings us to our conclusion. Sorry for running over 11 minutes. I was told that in order to have a radio program work, you need to have hard stops, and I did not honor that. So my apologies, but I really enjoyed our discussion, and I felt fine 
um, going over a little bit because I didn't really want our Hebrews, the scripture, to be a ton shorter than Hebrews, the coffee. So I had to, we had to make sure we left enough time for that. But um, you guys, I really appreciate all your input. I appreciate you guys out there in Radio Land tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. And I really appreciate if you give us any feedback at speakasyourmood at gmail.com or any of the other ways we mentioned. And I would appreciate it if you would tune in next week at 8.30, Monday night. Um, you guys got anything else before we dismiss? No, just send in your topics. Give us something yeah. good to talk about. Yeah, man. We'd, We'd love, love to, to, to devil into whatever you guys are feeling, you know? Um, I, uh, I hear politics too much these days. But, hey, if you want us to tackle something, I'll tackle it, man. Um, me and my dad tackled it for like two hours this weekend. So <laughs> I'm primed and ready. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, even though we have the same spirit and the same Jesus in our heart, we won't always have the same public policy decisions that we believe are the best for the country. So um, it makes for a spirited discussion, put it that way. So, but, uh, Anyway, well, guys, um, at this time we will – conclude our radio program and we do it always with prayer we'll ask matt would you just miss us with prayer all right lord we thank you so much for the time we've had to gather here tonight in your name lord we thank you um for these four brothers in christ lord and the opportunity we have to uh gather together um and promote your name lord and promote um you lord over this show lord we ask that um, you take the hands and and direct it lord and just give us um let us be mouthpieces for you lord as we adventure into this realm, Lord. Um, we, we know all our hope and all our faith is in you tonight, Lord. We're trusting in you for our future, Lord, and putting, a, putting all our life in your hand, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just um, be with those that are listening tonight, um, whether they're listening live or take an opportunity to listen on the archives, Lord, that they can um, glean from it. Um, if they're searching for something, Lord, let them find it. Lord, just uh, let it be brought to them um, for your glory, Lord. Um, and that's what you want to always be found giving you the glory, Lord. Lord, just continue to um, maybe be with those two that are struggling, uh, maybe sick or, or just different situations. There's so many walks of life, Lord, but you know the conditions and you know everyone's circumstances and you know where to meet those needs, Lord. Again, Lord, just uh, let us be mouthpieces for you. Guide us, uh, um, direct us on this way, Lord. Uh, we thank you so much for the word of God that we talked about tonight that um, can instruct us and can teach us. Um, and can guide us, and we want to um, point people to the Word of God, uh, point people to you, Lord, first and foremost, um, and that's that's where the salvation is found, that's where the blessing of sanctification is found through the Word of God, Lord, and, and let people go there, and let us continue to um, use it as a, an avenue to teach and instruct, Lord. Again, God has directed us, so I'm going to give you the praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. See y'all next week. See you guys. See you next week. Monday night. Thanks for coming. Same time, same place. Adios.